That was, that was solid. Crisp. Yeah, it was a crisp one. That's brisk, baby. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I haven't heard that in so long. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the Ear and Loathing Podcast. My name is Pete M. I'm in Michigan, Grand Rapids to be exact, and I'm joined by Sam Sline, Denver, Colorado. I'm going to keep it short and sweet for everybody this evening, so without further ado, we have Nick from Detroit Beercast. Hey, Nick, what are you drinking? Right now, I am drinking Text Mango from the Text Man Brewing Company. Text Man? I am not familiar with that at all. Where is that? No, I wasn't either. Um, it is out of Indiana in um, some hilarious city, Bangersville. <laughs> no, Angersville is oh, so much better. Yeah, yeah, let's just stick with that. We'll just we don't do research on this show normally anyway, so that that works. That plays. Bangersville, best vacation I ever took. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't realize Indiana had breweries. I just thought they had corn and rednecks. You know, I, I'm part of the Big Ten, so I totally uh, I, uh, I'll back that up. That's <laughs> all. Yeah, that all that all makes sense. How's the uh, how's the beer? What'd you say it was again? Tax mango. So it is a Belgian style pale ale. There is some um, mangoes that are, uh, what are there? They're somehow in there. I'm trying to figure out if it says actually how they got them in there. Nope. Just says this tasty golden pale ale will turn any backyard occasion into a tropical retreat. <laughs> I know what goes on in awesome. Indiana. And I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but, you know, bonus points is in a can. So okay. Um, okay. I am so on the can bandwagon right now. I am too. I love cans, man. Yeah, I really. I've always loved cans. In fact, I was thinking about the the other day. The only beer that I don't like that comes out of a can is uh, Miller High Life. I prefer that in bottles. Hmm. It is champagne, so you want that out yeah. of the glass. You want that as skunky as possible. Yeah. I'd love to try those back to back because that's something we've been talking about doing on Detroit Beercast is tasting some can versus some bottle, like as fresh as freaking possible. Really? Oh my god, that's amazing. I would love yeah, to hear. How I would the, highly uh, suggest High Life. Then uh, I would love to hear how the High Life turns out because I mean you have a can which is total protection from the light, and then right. you have their clear glass bottles which is you know pretty much the anti protection from light. So, but Miller does have some crazy proprietary process that prevents skunking. I believe. Really, it's called eliminating yeah, all the one... hops from the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor, taste, etc. Oh man, yeah, that seems about right. Peter, what do you would you crack open with that beautiful sound? Um, uh, that was my impersonation of my beer opening. I am drinking a uh, a beer from Brewery of Avant called Bon Papa, and it's Ooh. a farmhouse IPA. <sighs> bon Papa, dude, yes. it's fucking delicious, man. Like I, I'm not like, uh, I'm not even that big of a fan of. Belgians either, but like this this beer, like farmhouse style beers, f- blow my dick off, dude. I fucking love them. Also on deck, I have that Ninkasi uh, Vanilla Otis. Oh, you finally got those beers? Yeah, oh, yeah. Allie dropped them off on uh, on on Friday, uh, Friday, I believe. I can't remember. It was something like Friday, but about time. I got you Vanilla the, Otis. Uh, yep. Oh, good, because oh, that's actually kind of a bummer. Like regular Otis is being retired, and that was pretty tasty on its own. But, Pete, yeah, did you get any was... um, uh, psychedelic cat dress? Is that was that is that one of the shorts ones? Yeah, the one that came out for like a day, and it was like brewed the same day, and then they like pushed it out, and it sold out in like two hours. What? No, I didn't even hear about that. 
I, I, I mean, I'd be surprised if it was Detroit only because, you know, they're kind of a West Side brewery. But um, yeah, it came and went, and I was super lucky and got a six pack, and it was delightful. Huh. What kind of beer was it? Uh, you know what? Hold on one second. I'll go find out. I got one. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> cool. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got the uh, the vanilla one. I drank the Tricera hops. Yeah, dude. I don't know if that was just a little old or something, but that I don't. I don't know. That was okay, but it wasn't really. Yeah, I didn't really like it that much. Hmm. It had like a really good like back of the throat bitter taste to it that I really liked, and like a good like malt balance. But no. all in all, I just didn't really like it that much. Huh. Well, I'm back. <laughs> that was quick. Welcome back. Well, you know. And I am in, I'm in front of this thing called the internet. I could have just Googled it. But you but, had uh, actual product there to look at. It's, it's yeah, exactly. have something in your hands. Use the tangible medium. Yeah. Triple dry hopped American IPA. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And they, wow, so they like did some sort of, I'm assuming they couldn't have brewed it on the same day, but they probably did like a final hop edition on the same day and then like dumped it out to distro. You know what? They said they did it all in one day and it was like shipped out like early afternoon and then by like, you know, four o'clock it was gone. Wow. That's crazy. Jesus Christ. Shorts, man, they push the envelope. They, uh, I enjoy what they do. I do too. I like the, uh, I like the original stuff that they do. Yeah. They're, I mean, hop, uh, whatever. They keep it real. Delicious is one of my favorite IPAs too. Right up there with Two Hearted. I mean, there's so many. Uh, when we had Hopcat open in Detroit, they have 120-some taps. And Shorts, I believe, was the only local guy that could have you know, something different for almost every tap. I, I thought they released... Yeah. A, didn't they, I thought they supplied a beer for every tap for 120. Like they, they actually had the inventory and ability to do 120 taps. I mean, that's insane. That is so much beer and so much logistics. Uh, hats off. Yeah. Yeah, Even for uh, the Pyramid Scheme in Grand Rapids, they do, like, eight, at least eight taps. And usually they're all, like, very, very, very unique different beers. So that's pretty badass. And there's always, like, all those freaking video games. I mean, that Yeah, you play pinball for fucking hours. I played so much pinball in that bar. I, I was really glad I found a bar almost... It doesn't have the, the same caliber of beer, but I found one that, uh, it's a, called One Up. It's like a barcade, so it has all these old school video games and a shitload of pinball as well. So, if you don't mind paying, like, you know, six bucks for a tall boy of Schlitz, it's worth a stop. <laughs> Nick, is there anything like that in Detroit? I don't think so. I'm trying to think of even a place where they have arcades, and I'm sure someone's going to correct me. But, um... <laughs> You'll fit win well here. We all. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done I mean, zero research on your city. Well, Perfect. Right, None of us have either. <laughs> Punchbowl Social. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, they're a chain. They're oh. kind of around the place. And Wait, I know they have Punchbowl Social. We have one of those um, in Denver. Yeah, I want to say they started in Denver, maybe, or like West Coast. Okay. But they have like eight, you know, video games and like pinball type stuff. Um, but they're not, I wouldn't say they're like a barcade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have the one we have. Uh, the one I've been to on, on Broadway has like a bowling alley. It has a little arcade above the bowling alley. <clears throat> There's like a sitting area. Like when I walked in, I walked by a, a case full of cakes, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Are there <laughs> cakes here?" <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, they had like an Asian restaurant in the in the place, so we're all eating spicy edamame and egg rolls, and I tried to talk someone into buying a cake, but no one took it, so no one went for it. We 
So I, I haven't eaten yet, and I'm not going to eat for like another hour. So I, if we could not talk about food anymore, that'd be awesome. <laughs> That's awesome because I'm, I'm on that same train too. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, let's just skip that all together. Uh, so why don't you tell us about your show, your site? You know, Nick, like uh, what, 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 uh, what do you guys, uh, how long have you been doing it? Like, uh, you know, give our listeners a little bit of a taste of what they could be enjoying. On the yeah, so uh, Detroit Beer Press is, um, we are probably in about 25 or so episodes right now. Nice. Uh, we are based out of uh, the podcast Detroit, which is kind of a, a network of really cool podcasts. We're not the only beer podcast, but we're my favorite. Um, <laughs> That's good. My with favorite. That, <laughs> love, what, love what you do, right? <laughs> right. Uh, our format is pretty simple. We start out with like uh, some basic news for the week, um, you know, typically beer boozy related. We go into a, a guest, which is either a local brewer, local distributor, um, you know, local bartender. Uh, we go into a tasting, which nine times out of ten, it's something that the guest brings. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of talk from like a, some sort of knowledgeable standpoint. Uh, and then we wrap it up with some events that are happening kind of like a month out. So you can, uh, you know, attend them and do that. Oh, that sounds so, so much more informative than what we do. That's good. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it kind of comes and goes because um, you know, we were kind of talking before the podcast started. It's super easy to go off on tangents and you, you got to reel yourself in because I mean, someone sitting down listening to a three hour podcast, they're going to, they're going to tune out after, you know, the 10th burp, they're going to want to move on to something else. So, <laughs> and I can get through 10 burps way quicker than three hours. So. <laughs> but uh, paired with that, we do have a, we have a print magazine that is, um, it kind of goes back and forth between web and actual print, kind of depending on how much money we have. Mm. But uh, that is, you know, similar stories. Um, I specifically cover the spirits column because that's kind of what I'm most involved with. But um, we have like the homebrewer column, um, kind of like new things that are happening, uh, trends. So we talked about like brunch for one episode or one <laughs> article. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You know what? There's a serious lack of in Grand Rapids brunch places that serve alcohol. Really? There, there are there are none. That's not brunch then. I beg to argue that's not brunch. I, I know, and I feel the exact same way. There's like maybe two places that do. If I can't get shitty on mimosas, then what? That's not brunch. <laughs> or like a Bloody Mary and a fucking yeah. breakfast sandwich, dude. That's what I want on Sunday now, mornings. Granted. Now, granted, we did. Michigan did have rules where you couldn't drink before noon on a Sunday. That you can now get a, a special permit to avoid that, but I know West Side of Michigan they tend to be a little more Bible focused, mm-hmm. if you will. It's they, the they Midwest have, Bible Belt. They have a belt that runs of right through West Michigan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, nothing I, wrong with that. I forgot. I forgot completely about that, guys. I'm going to brag for a hot second here. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm saying this as you dude. smoke a doobie. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me light one up here real quick. Hold on. But uh, I'm pretty sure we can buy beer at like. 9 a.m. in stores. I don't. I'm going to be corrected on that one too. But like oh, brunch, you can, you can buy you can buy beer at 7 a.m. on Sunday now. Okay, at certain establishments. Yeah. S- 7 a.m. is first call case. every day. But it was when not was yet. In, definitely. Yeah. When I was in college, there was like a big gate across all the booze when you'd go to Meyer. I remember. And those. you couldn't get anything. Yeah. I went to a Walmart with my buddy in fucking Sheridan, Michigan, or some shit. I think actually, I think it was Greenville. But uh, we so went different. at. Yeah, right. We went at 11.55. We picked up vodka. We got to the counter at uh, 12.01 on a Sunday, and they wouldn't sell it to us. It was from, like, Sunday at midnight to Sunday at noon. They would not sell anything. And I'm like, are you fucking just... 
I will give you a ten dollar bill. It's more mm-hmm. than this vodka's worth. But mm-hmm. she wasn't going for it. She wouldn't be bribed. That crystal vodka, that stuff. Tell you what. Heaven Hill, man. <laughs> Heaven indeed. Heaven and hell. Oh. Now, brunch is huge in Denver, which is why when people say, like, brunch isn't a thing or whatever, I'm like, man, come out here because it's a fucking religion in, in Denver. Now, now I just think it's a missed though, opportunity. Yeah. Sorry, it, Nick, no, it, but it's I just think it's, it's crazy. Okay, so I've had this debate with my wife. When does brunch stop? Because there's a certain point when four. you wake up late. You're oh four. Wow, that's late. That's okay, late, yeah, four p.m. Because I want to like, I feel like two, because there's some time I want to sit down and I want to have a burger. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have your eggs, your bacon. I want to like, I want to get into lunch, and I want to know when that transition is. Well, so for a handful of the places that I've been, they do usually run until about two or three, um, but usually. Uh, if it does go until two or three, they'll serve their regular menu along with oh. a brunch menu. So they double down on that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so when I say brunch goes until four, I mean the brunch menu should be served until four. And at about like noon or whatever, then they start serving other things alongside of that. Well, I'm not saying Okay, that's exclusive. super fair. What Pete okay, means yes. is brunch should run however long it fucking takes him to get exactly, <laughs> Exactly. I want to fucking <laughs> order eggs at 340, okay? Because that's when I woke up. Who knows? Uh, That's awesome. But if my friend wants to order a burger or a steak, then they should be able to do that. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's that's how it kind of works out here. Brunch works in tandem with basically everyone else's schedule. It's it's what I said. It's it's just huge. It's I forget now that it's not a thing everywhere. It's just part of my life. It's a missed opportunity anywhere that it isn't, including Grand Rapids. You hear me, Grand Rapids? (laughs) Open the window. So. How long have you been in Denver? Uh, since 2012, so it'll be four years this September. Okay, so you've you've lived through the transition, and I, I'm sure you guys have covered this before, the transition from kind of, you know, no weed to weed. It got put on the ballot two months after I moved here, so um, okay. ev- everyone I knew was like, oh, now we see why you moved. Like, bitch, I didn't even know this was a thing. This is just a perk. So. Well, all right. I, and I, I've heard one of the big industries that's kind of lobbying against it nationwide is the liquor companies, the alcohol companies. Do you feel like, have you seen if people like are smoking more and drinking less? Do you, have you even noticed that in that the might, area? That might be propaganda because honestly, I have not heard one person mention that the any liquor board anywhere is like, marijuana's got to go. We have, so when I moved here in 2012, we had 30 to 35 breweries in the Denver in the Denver city proper. Right now we're at about 60 um, with one opening every couple of months, it seems like. And now they're starting to spread out into the suburbs of Denver and like places that are like, you know, a brewery that I really like called Halfpenny. They, they basically moved into a strip mall down in a city called Centennial. Um, one of the, I don't know if they're the very first, but they're one of a very few number of breweries down in that area. So it's like, there's nobody slowing down the brewery growth. And I just went to Stranahan's uh, whiskey distillery a couple weeks ago and they have fucking gangster money out there. It's mm, it's okay. ridiculous. So, and, and like I said, I haven't heard anyone mention that any liquor board or anything anywhere has been like, are oh, we, we need to deal with this weed problem. No, there's like the biggest things I've heard is that there's still a black market for it. Essentially that, you know, law enforcement's like, well, we need this to go away. It's like, well, you know, there's, there's going to be a gap 
where people are still going to be buying weed from their shady dude down the street because they still trust him more than the legal store up the street sure. or whatever. So that's that's most of what I've heard. Like I I definitely don't know anybody at all who is like, you know what, I'm going to smoke a J and then not drink anything. Maybe that's just the crowd I roll with or what, but yeah, that's... Uh, you have a more intellectual crowd. I get it. <laughs> yes, we're very philosophical <laughs> on a lot of things. But, yeah, I've, I've seen the transition. Washington, for some reason, no one talks about Washington because they legalized it too, but they didn't do it quite as well infrastructure-wise. So I, I feel like, and maybe it's, again, because I'm in this bubble, but I feel like nobody really talks about Washington. And I feel like it's because people get confused. They're like, am I talking about D.C. or am I talking about the state? Yes. And then they can't remember which one it is, and they're just like, well, I won't talk about it. Let's talk about Denver. Well, you know, and maybe this is a Midwest thing, or maybe it's just me being stupid, but I didn't realize the Washington uh, Wizards, the basketball team, were actually Washington, D.C. I thought they were like the Washington Dude, I, State. I was just about to say, I didn't know the Washington Capitals were from D.C. <laughs> I didn't know the fucking caps were from D.C. until like four years ago. And my brother was like, dude, you, the Washington Capitals, capital of America. And I'm like, God damn it. So So I knew the Capitals, but I didn't know the Wizards. So mind blown right now. Well, and that explains why they had to change from the Washington Bullets a handful of years ago, because they probably were trying to to get rid of that image. (laughs) You know, you go to D.C., you get shot basically back in the 90s. So, yeah. That will happen. So, uh, Pete, just based on our time constraints, I, I really want to get to some of our uh, 1054 questions with Nick because uh, he's already established that he's a prime candidate for these. Yes. Do you, do you right, want should to... I be afraid? No, 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 no. These. Okay. Well, maybe you should. I don't know. This is uh, this is the part of the show where we, once we feel like we've gotten to know our guests a little bit, we ask some very, um, I don't know, risque, r- raunchy deeply probing questions i guess if you will uh pete no no they're just very philosophical and they make you think about life in general yeah you called us uh, an intelligent uh, group at one point and you're about to see just how wrong you are uh (laughs) so pete does a segment we call good news bad news and it's basically just what it says pete why don't you uh rip one out and uh you know go through your first one explain a little bit Okay, so good news, bad news is I present you with a uh, some good news, but then I follow it up with bad news, and I ask you to react to both those things. So um, the first one that I'm going to ask you is, the good news is you wake up in a bathtub filled with ice and discover you can return bottles for $1,000 a piece via a new device that uses tele- uh, teleportation. It even pays $2,000 for a bomber. But the bad news is, the device is in your large intestine. You have to jam them up your ass to get the money. <laughs> the money is then transferred to your bank account, and the bottle is teleported to hell. How much money will you make? Oh. <laughs> See, and I was expecting my, my kidneys were going to be removed or something like that. But this yeah, almost seemed worse. <laughs> this yeah, you're, just, worse. you're coming out of this with more organs. At least, at least this time you're making the money from your pain instead of someone else making their money from your pain. Exactly. You know what? I, I mean the the. I mean I like money, so I I would probably <laughs> say you know as, you can use as much lube as you want to. Well, that's super fair. I mean we'd we'd try. I mean I'm sure the first one would be the worst, and then you would slowly get accustomed to it. So, I mean yeah, it'd probably be like one or two the first year, and then the next year it would probably be like ten, and then the following year you'd be so used to it you'd be like yeah this is what I do for a living. 
He just, I yeah. shove bottles up my ass. Just bend totally. over the couch, like let him loose, honey. Just rifle him in. Dude, it could it could be a fucking kink, man. It could just be a I'm, fetish in the bedroom. Like, all right, two thousand dollars for like for like yeah. two minutes of pain. Yeah, sure, I'm in. Yeah, maybe and then it's gone. It doesn't fuck up your insides because it's gone. It's teleported to hell after that, and you get money. And Couple mil. And then all those people in hell, you know, then they're just like, where the fuck these things keep coming from? Why do they smell like shit? Yeah. See, and I love I love how a Michigan person is asking like a can return question <laughs> yeah. because that is so Michigan. I never be thought like, about that. Because we have ten cents, and all the rest ten of you guys have cents five cents a bottle. Yeah, that never even dawned on me. That is an awesome observation. <laughs> oh God damn it, Peter! Uh, all right, so my questions are more straightforward. Would you rather type? So, would you rather hate the taste of beer or have orgasms feel like bee stings? Damn. See, and if the, all right, I'm I'm gonna say hate the taste of beer only because I love cocktails so much, and I could deal with that. Oh, okay, yep. I know it's it's a bad thing to say, but there's other things I could fall back on. Nope, that's fair. That's fair. I I forgot. Yeah, you said spirits. Oh, I gotta remember that so I can like adjust that question on the fly next time. Good work. <laughs> Good loophole. Pete, what do you got? All right, Nick. So the good news is. You're gifted a magical refrigerator that can produce any beer, uh, regardless of it, its exoticness, its price. It's all free to you. Anytime you reach in, you think about the beer that you want and you grab it out. The, the bad news is anytime you grab a beer out, an angry Kodiak bear stalks you for seven days. <laughs> how, how, how deep is the stalking? How deep? I, I need, like, what's you, he going to do? It's like, it's like you have a piece of fucking... Rare steak on your back, and the bear wants it, and it will relentlessly try to attack you for seven days. It's like you come between its cub and and the mother, and the mother's after you. So you can hide indoors, you can hide behind brick walls or whatever, but it's going to be coming after you. How do you deal with it? And could you do any cool shit with grabbing a bunch of beers and spawning a bunch of Kodiak bears? <laughs> Are you a gamer? I love the spawning that got thrown in there. Yeah, that's the only reason I say that. Yeah, you can take that. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, here's the thing. There's there's something to be said about hunting down a rare beer. And the the whole point that makes it rare, you know, rare, the the fun of the hunt, you know, driving to Vermont to get that heady topper because they won't ship it. I, I feel like if you could do it whenever you wanted, granted you'd be chased by a bear, kind of ruins some of the fun. So I feel like I'd do it once. I'd get some really crazy out of nowhere beer. And then, I mean, <laughs> I guess I would just prepare. I mean, if I didn't know the beer was coming, I'm sure I'd be fucked because I have no self-defense skills whatsoever. <laughs> um, but if I knew the beer was coming, I could probably prepare a little bit. That's so that's what I would say. I'd probably do it once, and I would probably be dead after that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you Fair might enough. give yourself the least amount of credit of anyone that's been asked that question. At this point. <laughs> I know. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm like... I'm a little tubby. I'm not as I'm not as good as I used to be when I was in high school. Probably can't run as fast as I wanted. And if it like spawns in my basement, I mean, there's nowhere to run. It always mm. spawns outside. That's the thing. It always it's always in like on the tree line, and then it just <laughs> then it comes after you. So it's so it, why, it, why didn't you come to work? Oh yeah, there's a bear outside. I can't leave. Yeah, just take a picture of it and send it to your boss. They'll understand a fucking angry Kodiak bear outside. But I got I got my one beer. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was brewed by monks in fucking 1535. It, it, it's right. delicious, but there's a fucking angry bear now, so I got to stay home. 
see, you brought the time travel point up. I did not think about getting a beer from a different time. That oh, adds yeah, some you, have, you have to think about that because regardless of exoticness or rarity or price, you have to think about time thing. You could grab one from the future. Really? So, all right, yeah. if I had to go really nerdy, I mean, then if you pulled out just a crazy beer that would win a ton of money at auction, you could actually sell that to buy bear defenses. And <laughs> then you could actually, you know, get one, a one-up on the bear. I have to retire this question because that's the best answer that we've had. That was, that was, you, just broke, you just broke that question. That was, that was pretty good, Nick. That's that the best I've heard. Fuck. I'm trying hard. I'm really trying hard. And this is without getting food either. <laughs> Which we are not talking about. Okay. So uh, speaking of time travel, nice segue, Pete, which is not something we're known for. Would you rather time travel back to try the original beers made by the ancients or time travel forward and see what crazy shit our society ends up creating in the future? Mm, back. Because mm. I feel like you could always wait, you know, in theory, and see what's to come, but you could never go back. Right. And yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping ancients. for human preservation too so I can live 200 years in the future just to see what kind of goofy shit they put in the beer then. Don't you feel like that's what like everyone's waiting for? They're just like every generation is just like, yeah, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll we'll we're the generation that's gonna get it. Don't worry. This, it's gonna be us. Awesome. Don't we'll worry, die. guys. Yeah. Well, you know, that's I think that's probably been going on for centuries. So yeah, yeah. I mean Frozen Walt Disney's still waiting. Yeah, right. That whole program's still waiting. I uh if it happens, it happens. Otherwise I'm like, you know what, I have had a good run. Anytime in the you know next twenty years I'll probably be all right. So I kind of say that when I get on planes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just on one of those. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's, it's like, you know what? Uh, yeah, this, this is good. Let's just do this. <laughs> All right, Pete, what else you got? Last one. All right, Nick. You're now a well-loved house cat. But the bad news is you're also plagued by crippling alcoholism. How do you <laughs> as a cat feed your addiction? Well, I already, I already have half of those things, so we're, I can imagine half. <laughs> Which half? <laughs> Are you a cat? Are we talking to a cat? Dude, I knew I shouldn't take that acid. Goddamn. No, you know, it's the crippling alcoholism. <laughs> oh, okay. Am I? No, come on, we're all but, functional uh, here. You know, it's so, that's a tough one because um, you know, I actually just bought some of the, the cat wine and gave it to my cat, and the cat was like not interested at all. So think if you're a cat... You know, cat alcohol in theory is super bad for a cat. And if you're an alcoholic cat, no one's going to give you alcohol because mm. you're not, you know, you, you'd never get it. Oh, God, you'd probably just like die of sadness. Um, I, I need I remind you that, you know, if you're addicted to alcohol, if, you're, if you have severe alcoholism, if you deprive yourself of alcohol, it's one of the two things that withdrawals can kill you. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. Uh, I did not know that. Yes, uh, Xanax. What, I think that's benzos. Maybe benzos and uh, alcohol are the two things. Like heroin won't even kill you if you go oh. on with from that, unless you do it to yourself. Right. But, you have to OD that. Oh yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. But Take benzos and alcohol suppress your uh, central nervous system so much that you can die if you don't. If you just go cold turkey and you're like really bad into it. Jesus. Why didn't my health doctor. teacher tell me that? Right? <laughs> a pharmacist told me that. Oh. A health teacher didn't tell me that. A pharmacist told me that. And he's like, yeah, 
And I'm like, why the fuck didn't I hear about that? That a, should be like entry level shit. I took a college level like, drug test. These class. things will kill you if you don't take them. Don't get addicted to them. All right, so Pete, let's start a new segment. What of these things will kill you? And then just, uh... <laughs> you know, of all the things, that's the biggest downer. I feel like that. Ugh, now I'm just so depressed. Right. Gotta you better take being... a benzo and drink some alcohol. Right. Well, I mean, I guess I'm already in. So do it. Live it up. There yeah. It is. Just don't stop or you'll die. Thanks for ruining my day. Absolutely. <laughs> Hope that next event you're going to is going to be a real upper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a drinking event. God damn it. I'm going to like sit in the corner and not do anything. Uh, no, don't do that. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he sits in the corner drinking, you know, not doing anything, then it'll be all right. It'll just be, yeah. Everyone's be like, what's wrong with this guy? All right, so uh, this won't be much of an upper for a last question then. <clears throat> Would you rather be stuck in an acid trip or have a hangover for a full month? So either one. Would you rather have one or the other for a full month? I mean, I'm a square. I've never had an acid trip, so I don't know what I'm missing. Mm. Um, <sighs> see, I, I mean, my job requires way too much focus to be on acid. <laughs> I feel like if I had the hangover, I could at least deal with that. So I'm going to have to go with the hangover. I recently watched a video online of two people trying to assemble Ikea. Yes, Ikea acid. furniture. Yeah, did you watch that too? Yes, I did. <laughs> Not only, well, I haven't seen that. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Just They're uh, just on acid, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, or on LSD, this is what, which is, um, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, just, just Google uh, Ikea on LSD. And granted, they, they, didn't get much, <laughs> they didn't get much done, but... They looked like they had way more fun assembling IKEA than I have ever had in my entire life. Usually, I am but, furious by the time I'm done assembling IKEA. They were just like, "Let's go outside and uh, just go wander around." That's where awesome. is that legal? Where is that? I mean, they basically went on camera. They didn't blur out their face. They didn't do anything, and they're like, "Yeah, we totally took LSD." I, I mean, isn't that kind of like the best breadcrumb trail for police? Yeah, and I, what I'm wondering is if they could get away with it by. No, they showed them taking it. Fuck. I was going to say, they didn't even, like, you didn't see them taking it. But no, you watch them put the they fucking right on their tongue. On their yep. tongue. I, seriously, I think that because it doesn't have, it, since it goes out of your system so fast, it's impossible. Unless they, the cops came over and tested for it, but they can't even test for that. Like, they don't test for shrooms or acid or hallucinogens because once they're out of your system, or once you're done with your trip, they're out of your they're out of your system. Yeah, but they have so, like, videographic evidence that it happened, though. So it's like, in the court of law, it's like, see, they took acid, but they, I guess the argument they could make is, oh, it was just, it was just, it was just, it was just paper, you know, that, was, that wasn't real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could, like, totally lie about it, but what schedule are hallucinogens, like shrooms and acid? I'm sure they're up there. I, I, heard... I would have to imagine, but... I, uh, I may or may not have cultivated mushrooms at one point in college and i heard that a lot of bad things could have happened so i'm gonna go with nick's assumption of that they're probably high up there <laughs> yeah but even like you look at some of um i want to say like either eater or thrillist or buzzfeed one of them did like high videos where they were like high and doing something fill in the blank and i mean unless they were taping them in colorado mm -hmm. my guess is they were probably taping them in new york uh that uh, same concept Doug Benson travels around the country and does getting Doug with high. Like, he doesn't do them all in one state. He does them kind of wherever he's going and doing stand-up and stuff. So, like, you know he's doing that show. And they're, like, supposed to be... I don't think it's a video show. I think it's just an audio podcast. But, like, they're smoking weed and then, like, talking and doing this shit on that show. So, 
It's I mean, it looked like Seth too Rogen. much money yeah. to like to try to take somebody down for that. That's just, what I was. It's, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't like add up. The juice ain't worth Maybe. the squeeze on that one. Right, right. Well, right. next year when Trump gets elected, I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna make a list, and that's IKEA videos number one. <laughs> IKEA, yeah, Take watch out, those IKEA guys down. You poor <laughs> IKEA folk are just totally boning. You didn't even get to finish your dresser. <laughs> well, Nick, uh, I know we got a hard stop coming up here, so I uh, just want to thank you again for coming on. And uh, why don't you tell everyone else kind of where to find you, social media, blah blah blah, any of that stuff. Yeah, so uh, check out uh, DetroitBeerCast.com, or uh, sorry, DetroitBeerPress.com, where you can find information on the magazine as well as the podcast. And if you are interested in following me, uh, my Instagram is the best spot, at N-B-R-I-T-S-K-Y. You'll find all sorts of crazy videos uh, and uh, photos. And, uh, yeah, some of them are weird. So, uh, you know, check it out. (laughs) And, um, you know, thank you guys so much. This was a ton of fun. I'm now trying to think of what I would do if I was an alcoholic cat. That's and that's Good. what we want to leave as an impression. I'm asking for a friend, so I, I need this advice. <laughs> yeah, just, just in case. Thank you for listening to the Beer and Loathing Podcast. Please find us on iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all with Beer and Loathing. And also on YouTube, we're a little different there. Tune in, get drunk. Boom. That, Jesus, everything was succinct. Thanks for listening to the Beer and Loathing Podcast. It's been PM is Zanfly. Find us on iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter, and Facebook. It's all at Beer and Loathing. YouTube, get in. Tune in get drunk. <laughs> I got a little screamy. You did.